What's up, everybody? It's Greg Birch with Delta Financial, and this is the Be The Difference podcast. This podcast is all about making you a better person in your life, in your business, as an entrepreneur, as a sales professional, whatever the case may be, we're here to help you with leadership, sales, mindset, marketing, and everything under the sun. With me, I got the one, the only, the double D, Mr. David Dory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. It's, uh, it's great to be back on the podcast, man. Yeah, I know, man. It's, it's glad to, I'm glad to have you, bro. This is, this is always a sweet time talking with you. Looking good, brother. I appreciate it, man. It's uh it's been a it's been a crazy ride over the past six months, just about five, six months. Yes, it has. I feel like we've all aged about a decade, you know. But uh, <laughs> hopefully we're a decade a decade wiser in, in our wisdom, you know. It's it's about it's about ten months wiser and then a decade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so man, tell me, man. Uh What's it been like over the past, over the past six months of this transition, this this building period, kind of putting our heads down and just getting to work? What's it been like for you? Talk talk us through it. Well, I mean, um, not nothing's nothing's perfect, you know. I think we've we've understood that, you know, we've had our our challenges, our obstacles, as we expected, you know. I mean, you can't go into any business or you know venture and expect that everything's going to be smooth sailing. That's the wrong mindset heading in. So. Um, I think we've been able to adapt pretty well to everything that's been thrown at us. You know, we've been able to kind of dodge or, you know, hop over the obstacles and, and continue to move forward. Dive. Dive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dive, did dip and dodge. Um, Little dodgeball reference there, but yeah, I, uh, I, I think, I think we've done well. And I think that that's due to, you know, obviously the, the strong set of core values that we have, you know, which will differentiate us from, you know, other companies. So, um, I was chatting about this the other day and, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of other companies and organizations I've even been a part of, and they say that, Hey, we're all about this, but then they actually, based on their actions, you know, do something like completely different and don't actually follow that. So it's almost like in a way, Greg, you know, like kind of like having, having something hanging on a, on a plaque in the back of your office, you know, like, Oh, this is my mission statement, but you, you know, your actions are, are not anywhere close to in, in alignment with that. And so, you know, based on, um, on what we've kind of been through, I, I think all of us have really grown a ton the last six months. Cause we're trying to, we, we kind of got a, a, a deep and dirty look of what's actually going on in the, you know, in the back ends of these, uh, and, and higher up levels of these organizations. And we were able to take that and, you know, try to really create something that was different, a better environment for all the agents, you know, based on all the stuff that we've struggled with, we've all failed forward and, you know, we're trying to cut, cut that learning curve, you know, for mm-hmm. all the new agents, you know, here and create the ideal home. But yeah. uh, I think it centers around what we what we've done, you know, what you and and obviously Mitch and, and Kev kind of put together. You guys were the the starters of those those core values. Well, I appreciate it, man. And, you know, you know, you're not wrong. It, it really does. Everything comes down to culture. It comes down to core values when it comes to to building an organization, organizational health. Um, and. Every like you said, anytime you're trying to build something, you're going to face challenges. You're going to have to, you know, cross over some hurdles. You're you're going to have people that try to uh, stall or halt your progress, and that's normal. It's okay, right? Um, you know, we we did learn a lot during this process, and it reminds me, you know, wasn't when I was in the military, uh, I had I had this uh, battalion commander <laughs> who was just he was real loud man he was real loud real passionate like he was a he was a a scream talker Mm -hmm. like he would be right beside you you. like 
and he was tall too. He was like, he was almost the same height as me. He was like, he was like six five. And he'd see me, he'd be like, Greg, what's up, man? How you doing? Well, it's yeah. like, dude, you are like way too intense right now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're, you're at like a, a thousand and I need you at like a seven, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like your maximum is his normal. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was like that all the time. Super intense, really, really passionate guy. Um, and, and he led a lot of times through passion, you know, and, and he would be that person that would get upset, you know, and he would just start screaming at everybody. And that was like his barely raised voice for him. And, and he would be like pointing at his chest. is like, I'm the battalion commander. That means you got to listen to what I'm telling you. And it was just like, dude, everyone knows you're the battalion commander, bro. Like <laughs> relax. Yeah. relax. And in, and that was what you would characterize as toxic leadership, right? It's okay. And here's why, because I learned just as much from those experiences of what I don't want to do. Right. Or maybe I took it because he actually did some things fantastic that I took. I was like, I like how he does this. I like how his mind works here. I don't like this. This is how it makes me feel. This is what I hear from other soldiers, how it makes them feel. So therefore it probably makes everyone feel that way. Like there's a, commonality there so i'm going to not do these things but i am going to do these things so you can still take leadership lessons learning and experience when we looked at the the the, the back end of all these like top end or the, the 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 higher levels of different companies that david and i both were in together and we saw i learned a lot like i took away what i'm not going to do i took away how i'm not going to treat other agents i took away Hey, one of the issues that I'm seeing is, is this promise of being the best of the promise of having the best lead, the promise of having good leadership and mentorship and not following through on it. How do we change that? How do we create a culture to where agents are actually getting that help? And, and, you know, David gives me a lot of credit, but David was just as much as an instrumental piece of this because he came on board. He helped to create those cultural values, those core values. And he helped also implementing it and living by it in his team. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, David? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember the, the exact day where I was. I was in my my uh, my bedroom. Um, it was evening time. You said, hey, I've got a, uh, you know, I've got this this draft. What do you think? And you just kind of threw a document at me. And, you know, and I read through it and I gave my pointers. And um, and, and I love what we did with it. We kind, you kind of broke it down into, you know, 20 plus different really strong ideas and, you know, a little, a uh, little explanation of each, but, um, if you actually take the time and read through each one, you know, which, um, I did. And it's like every single day, you know, you should be, you know, you should be implementing, you know, each, each and every one of those, it should just be kind of who you are. It should be a part of your, of your being, you know, and that's what we're looking for. If you exemplify those things, whenever you, t- and then they're at the tip of your mind, Whenever you talk to new people, you're kind of looking for that. And you're going to most likely you're going to, you know, attract those types of individuals just because that's what you're thinking. That's just that's that's how the universe works, man. That's that's the law of attraction. So, um, you know, for me, you know, making sure that we recognize those core values in our trainings more so than, hey, so and so closed a bunch of AP. It's like, well, a lot of companies do that. You know, they recognize, you know, certain things and you know, recognition is very powerful for anybody, especially in this type of an industry where you're meeting with clients and, you know, you don't have that kind of, a lot of times people are looking to get away from corporate because they're looking for more of a team environment. They they're tired of, you know, being told what to do. 
And so recognition can go a long way, but you got to be very careful as a leader. What, what are you recognizing, right? Like what's most important, you know, to you? Is it when somebody does a lot of business and wins a contest, or is it somebody that exemplifies the core values that something that might be more in line with the infinite game versus a finite goal of hitting a, a, a sales target, mm -hmm. you know? So as long as, you know, we as leaders, we're, you know, we're putting the utmost importance, like, Hey, this matters more. And you've, you've, you know, you've done that several times with agents where, you know, and, and we all have where we, we recognize them for something that's, that's huge. That's a core value. And lo and behold, you know, very shortly after that, they start to see, we start to see the success and everybody else go, wow, this agent is, is crushing it. And it's like, yeah, but it's not just that about the sales and the numbers that wasn't their focus. And that's not what attracted them to us. We weren't looking, we're not looking for like top producers with a crappy attitude, you know, and, and somebody that doesn't follow because they're probably going to be more trouble than good. And they'll probably bring the rest of your, your uh, organization down, you know, kind of the one, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch, you know, type of thing. So um, just, just kind of, you know, speaking, recruiting to, you know, the culture, which is why we're very selective, you know, we're not looking to bring on every single agent, even if they're a successful agent, if they don't fall in line with these core values, it, time it's 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 been tried and tested that you know if if we're not doing that you know they end up working themselves out one way or the other and that's that's kind of what i've seen so i just try to do my best on any of our team trainings um you know we obviously have a, a weekly training where we we kind of get together as the leaders and figure out hey you know who who should we recognize who's really going above and beyond and like really you know, in line with these core values, that's something we want to recognize so that we get all the other agents looking and want to be on the same board because I'm telling recognition is so powerful. I know people that would rather be broke and get one chance to, you know, they, they, they'll live their whole life broke, but if they get one chance to be on a stage and have people cheer for them or, you know, get some recognition, I mean, that will drive them to, to go to crazy measures. So, yeah. you know, if you're recognizing the right thing, that can be that could be crucial and really powerful in, a, in the right environment. No, absolutely. Uh, I love how, as you're talking through this and I'm listening to you, you referenced like four different books worth of information yeah. of different books. Cause we're it's so just for context for everyone watching uh, David and I are avid readers and we both kind of pick books uh, one after the other, which one we want to read next. And if you go back through and you kind of listen, he can, he can, you know, he, off the top of my head, you mentioned uh, infinite game concepts with by Simon Sinek. Uh, yep. Start with why Simon Sinek. Um, law of attraction. Law of attraction, and that's uh, Michael Michael Lozier, I think. Yep. Michael Lozier, um, but but the point is is that um, you know David spends his time really always trying to professionally and personally develop himself, and it keeps his axe sharp so that when he helps agents. He's at his best. And that's why he's having that. And that's why he has the ability to be very selective about who he, who he works with. And he can say, Hey, I don't know if you're a good fit for the double D agency. You know, this is the expectation we have. And it's not like a, you have to be a top performer. It's a, you have to exemplify the right attributes. You have to be a good person. You have to yep. want to always improve. You have to push yourself daily. Right. And, and having that kind of leader that's also pushing himself like that kind of leader like david you it, it unlocks a potential within you and and a, a, i guess a thirst 
to want to to want to run alongside somebody like that. So it's 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 just a it's a blessing to have you on board, man, and just to see you grow over this past, it, brother. past six months. So man, I, awesome. I I can say the same thing about you. You know, you you know, I I I was around back in the days where you you had just kind of started recording on camera. And, I'll tell you, you look and sound a lot different than when you first started recording. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we might we might have to do a before and after, or like a like a two two year transformation because it's it's wild, man. You know, and, it, is, and, it uh, is a lot different. You know, the fact that uh, just through this whole transition, you know, and I mean, I can't thank you enough for you. You were willing to stick your neck out, you know, for us during tough times, and there were no guarantees of success that things were going to work out. But you know, you believed so strongly in that, you know you really wanted to make a difference. You were tired of how things were going in the industry. You were tired of the same old crap that all the agents were dealing with. They expressed a lot of the same concerns. And you said, enough's enough. I'm going to put a stop to this. And hey, I'm either going to go out swinging, like I'm going to die trying, or I'm going to do this thing. And I'm going to create a culture that, that you know, is going to last and be, you know, more long lasting than just when you, you know, exit the industry, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave like a legacy. I'm going to leave a footprint, you know, and a blueprint for other agents to follow. And so- here we are, you know, it's only been what, I mean, six months or so, you know, we're just, and, now, um, we're just now hitting the six month mark. We're and, about, uh, you know, too. I'm super excited for, for where we're headed. Cause I think we're, we've got some really strong momentum. And I think, you know, I think the agents are starting to see that we've got something special here as are other, uh, individuals that are applying, you know, and, and getting a chance to, uh, to talk and see what we're about. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, you're bringing up a good point here. The, the, when we started, in beginning April, like yep. beginning April, when all, all kind of when, when we're like, "Hey, we're going to do this," yep. You know, I I had spent the last year and maybe six months previous to that j- just seeing and hearing some of the worst stories from agents that either they were on their way out of the industry, they had just left the industry, or they were con- contemplating like leaving and trying to jump to another company to try to find a safe haven, and. I felt terrible. I, I really did. I was like, man, this is terrible. Like, I wish this wasn't happening. And no matter where I looked, it was like, it wasn't just, well, this is, you know, happening just in this group or just in this group. It was happening across a lot of groups, across the majority of groups. Yeah. And I, I just, I felt as if there was a systemic problem that, that that's almost turning into like a cancer within the industry that's growing at a rapid rate that needs to be excised. And it, and it surrounds leadership. It surrounds good mentorship. It surrounds people t- taking care of people. Because there's 3 million plus licensed life insurance agents in the entire life insurance industry, right? How many of them do you, if, if you were to have to guess, how many do you think are actually having success? I mean, any modicum of success. And that means they're selling at all. How many do you think are actually making a good living? How many do you think are actually wealthy, Right. And when you break down those numbers, it's in the, even at the, at the highest amount of, Hey, how many are actually having success? It's like less than 10%. So it's, it's kind of disgusting. Like how do we have so many licensed agents and let's be real, a career field. That's not rocket science. (laughs) Far from it. Far from it. It's far from communication, right? You know, you can, it's a communication conversation. Yeah. And so when you break it down like that, it's like, why do we have so many challenges and issues within this industry? And it breaks down to training and leadership. It doesn't break down to having the best leads. It doesn't break down to having the best comp. It doesn't break down 
to um, having whatever, whichever carrier, because there's there's there are captive agencies that are selling, right? It does yep. it, it doesn't break down to it breaks down to mindset, leadership, and training. Do they have the actual tools mentally, educationally, and the courage to implement them because they were actually taught appropriately? So they have that courage that they're like, I'm willing to step out into the unknown and test this and try it and be see if it works and make some money, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it, you bringing that up and talk about that because that was the, that was what we and we believed so heavily in it. Yep. We believed all together so it was so powerful that it drove us that we're like, this may not work. This, this, we may try this and it fall on its face, but we're willing to give it our all. Like we're going, this is it. If we're going all in Delta financial, this is what we stand for is about making, being a difference in the industry, making a difference in people's lives. And we're doing this and every, and it was like all of us together. We're like, Huzzah! <laughs> yeah. 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 I was just thinking like you, you were, we were prepared for a battle. Yeah. We were prepared to get stabbed in the back. We were prepared for, you know, people to, to trash talk and do all that stuff. And it's like, if you're prepared for it, it doesn't phase you, right? The stuff that you, you know, um, I think so, somebody just said, but it's like, it's not the hardest punch that will get you. It's the one that you don't see, see coming, mm-hmm. um, you know? And so if you're kind of mentally prepared, which by the way, the only thing that we can control is our attitude and our outlook towards things. That's it. We can't control anything else. So if you worry about trying to control this or that, or what a client says or what an agent says or does, you know, you're kind of, uh, you're kind of acting like a rocking chair, you know, kind of like, you know, it's like, it's like worrying. Right. I mean, but, um, you know, for me, I think it's just, uh, it's, it's, you know, super important to, you know, keep in mind and tell yourself that, look, I can control my attitude and, you know, leadership is part of that. And so that's why, like you said, we've got to stay sharp, you know, you've got to continue, you know, to improve. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And, um, now I, I love the quote that it's like, there. There, there is no such thing as bad weather, right? There's just weather and and your attitude and outlook towards it. So, um, I think, I think that's a uh, that's huge, man. If we continue to do that, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna change some some lives for sure. And I Absolutely. think we're that, both on the agent and client side, which really excites me. As you know, that that's what gets me going. Is you know, when we're able to share some some you know tools and stuff to uh, you know skills to agents that we transfer those skills. They go, they have success for their family, but most importantly, you know, there's clients that they're sitting with that probably would never get a chance to sit with another advisor. They're able to get helped and put in a better situation and potentially change the legacy of their family from being, you know, broke or middle-class or poor and getting poorer to, Hey, now we're leaving behind a bunch of wealth and now they're doing the things, right things for their families. Cause they were taught. It's like, like you said, that, that butterfly effect, that can be, I, I can just go so far. You never know. And so just something as simple as, you and I, you know, reading some books together and, you know, honing our craft and getting sharper, we could say something or lead an agent in a way that gets them to click. And then they go out and they start having success and boom, you have no idea what, what that could actually do. So that, that gives me the chills, man. I, I, I love that, that stuff. Yeah. I, um, you know, this has just been a great conversation. We just wanted to kind of keep it quick and talk a little bit about culture, the, yeah. the impact of implementing your culture the impact of having core values and kind of standing by them and, and picking and selecting, attracting the right people based off of those tenets. Um, you know, maybe we can have another talk in, in the future where we, you can kind of hone in on a little bit more on like strategies and ways that you actually implement the culture into you, into your organization. Like how does it feed into organizational health and all that? 
Um, I mean, we could sit here and talk about culture and core values in a great deal for, yeah, for hours. For hours. hours, we have, yeah, we, yeah, we have. But, but uh, the point of this is to give you guys kind of a tidbit, a little bit of a of an explanation and um, a takeaway that you can apply to your business. So, if anything, what, what I would take away is is two things. A, if you're not in an organization that you definitely one thousand percent believe in everything, and I'm talking about like you love everything they stand for, like actually ask, what's the company's vision? What's its mission? What are the core values? Like if you can't, if you can't say those things, you don't actually know that you love everything they stand by. If you know what I mean? So if you're at that point, you have to ask yourself, well, what do they stand for? And am I aligned with it? Right? If you're recruiting or you're building your agency, you need to have your own vision, your own mission, your own core values, or you have to have a company one that you that you are what's called nested with, which means that you emulate or you're repurposing as your own. Okay. Yep. You have to do the same thing. And you have to exemplify that and attract the right people as you're recruiting that will live by that as well. Because when you have that marriage of the same of the people that believe in the same things across the the from the agent to the IMO or the agency or whatever you are and back and forth you it's not a additional effort it's a multiplication effort like it's called it's called a um a, a force multiplier and it's called a force multiplier and then the military uses this term it's called that because when that happens everyone's efforts are multiplied because they're all in they're all in alignment together going towards the same goal and so um, you you start doing this, you start recruiting that way, like David's talking about, you're going to change your entire agency, you're going to change your, what everything, the, imp, the, the impact you have on the agents that you're bringing on, it will be much more meaningful. It, you, it will change the conversations that you're having during your recruiting process and during your hiring process, during your selection process. Yes, you should be selecting the right people. It shouldn't just be, oh, you have your license, come on board. Yeah. What if that person has, what you don't know is they just, they just wrote $200,000 worth of bad debt and it's, it hasn't, it hasn't rolled up yet. It hasn't hit a vector yet, but they're coming to you to be like, Hey, let me go and transfer my contracts over here. Yep. And you have no idea. And you take them with open arms, like a knucklehead and guess who's going to get burnt, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's making sure that you're protecting you, your, your organization, your higher headquarters, you know, your agents from from being in that experience because when you're recruiting you're the leader and you are responsible for everything that does and does not happen within that organization so yep. um dave i appreciate you coming on man is is there uh if for anyone that wants to get a hold of you what's the best way they can reach you well you, you see here on the screen you can shoot me a, a dm on the on the instagram or you can reach out to me my personal cell 760-505-2641 um, usually you respond a little bit quicker via text message because I'm in appointments a lot. Yeah. So and, I appreciate and, you for having me on, man. That podcast yeah, yeah. is back, baby. I'm fired up about it. I'm fired up about it too, man. I'm excited. Um, so David is the advanced markets director. He does a lot of advanced markets appointments. He does joint appointments with new agents coming on board to help teach them and train them to get them rolling quickly. So uh, he's actually going to be jumping off here. He's got about three minutes to jump into one. So we're closing it out now. I appreciate everyone coming on board. This has been the Be The Difference podcast. It's all about making you a better person in your life and in your business. Until next time, we'll see you.